0: It's time for the Dr. Sue Show with your host, nationally recognized parenting expert, Dr. Sue Kornbluth.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Sue Kornbluth, your host of the Dr. Sue Show, and this is where we talk about high conflict divorce. And tonight is no different. Back with me in the studio is my amazing associate, Ashley. Good evening, everyone, and Dr. Sue. And good evening, Ashley, to you as well. I hope you had a wonderful day. We did. Very
2: productive day in the office.
1: Very productive today. So anyway, tonight's topic, Ashley, is one that you really do want to discuss because your clients have been struggling with this in the last week or so. So why don't you tell our wonderful listeners what you will be talking about? So
2: I would say it was my theme of the week. I had this issue with a couple of clients, and it's very difficult for the parents. I want to point that out. This is not your fault. It's a very... tough topic. It
1: is not your fault. Um, But it's
2: when to know if you're pushing your kids too far in this process. Um,
1: Now, we know some people that are listening, Ashley, do not have contact with their kids. We recognize that. We do recognize that. But in order to get them back into your life, you also can't push them too much too often so give an example of what happened in your case so i had
2: a couple of clients but one client in particular was saying that her daughter um was not responding to messages that she was sending and i said well what are you sending i said can i see the context of what you're sending and she goes absolutely sure no problem well she sent a few messages consecutively like hello you haven't answered me yet where are you excuse me that is a no-no that is a big no-no where are you um we, you haven't answered me about getting together. Um, without really much space in between. What is wrong with that approach? So many things. You need to, we always say meet the child
1: where they are. I think that's our biggest thing. What does that mean? Because I think that people, and especially the people that we work with, and the listeners out there don't understand what that term means. It
2: means that every individual, every child is different. You know, they handle the divorce differently. They handle situations differently. They handle relationships differently. They may not handle things the same way that you do.
1: But meet the child where they are means you go at their pace. Correct. Not yours. Correct. And a lot of times
2: it's difficult for parents because they want so badly to communicate which I completely understand but what I said to you know my client I said one message would have been sufficient and then you know you should follow up if you don't hear within a few days or the next
1: you know absolutely you don't follow up within two hours right. it's too much and the child begins to feel like you are smothering them oh well I've seen that so many times with my clients as well but it also does depend on where the relationship is with your child every at that level point. is different I mean if you're having no contact and you're trying to get some contact back you do not send them messages every hour on the hour no
2: and I you know and she said I'm in just in so much pain and I said I completely understand that I said I completely understand where you're coming from here but you have to think of how the child may be feeling like not You're not really giving them a chance to think about what they want to say
1: or consider. That is such a great point. You know, every time you're on here, you say the most wonderful things. I guess that's why you hired me. Well, it is. And so, that's but, why I keep you, too. But anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they may not be ready to respond or they may be thinking of what they want to say. I know I've been there, you know, where I've been in that situation where, you know, my... Dad would say to me, you yeah. know, you, you're not answering me, you know. Right. I'm your father. And I, I think, well, that's really not helping me. I, I I don't know what I want to say to you yet, or even if I want to say something to Correct. you right now. And Every-
1: that's okay. Yeah, everybody needs time to even process these messages that are coming from their parents that they don't trust. And that, that's you guys, the targeted parents. Correct. They don't trust you because of what they're being told by the alienator. So bombarding them with messages all the time makes you look to them as exactly what the alienator is saying saying in a way. That you don't leave them alone. That you're smothering. That you're on top of them. You won't give space. You won't give time. I had that with one of my clients. That's what the father was telling the kid all the time, well, I know your mother doesn't let you breathe. Just look at all these text messages. There's the proof. And think about, and I also said, that could be causing
2: anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um... I know that I felt that at times, and I wanted Hmm. to take the time to really breathe, and sometimes think about anything, though, guys, not just a text from your parent or a text. Think about something. You get a message from somebody. You may not know how to respond to it. Mm -hmm. You might need to take a minute or two or three hours. Just because the message is sent instantly does not mean that it is required to have an instant response.
1: Exactly right. And, you know, I get myself in trouble a lot, don't I? When sometimes I just respond back to somebody without thinking through it first. Now, I know that a lot of times, because I see this, sometimes if I tell a client... For instance, I told um, this dad to send an email, like, at 6 o'clock at night or a text message to his son and then he said to me well how long after do i follow up with a text message again because i always sure. tell people you must follow up if you don't question get a response a lot too. and mu- i say the same thing but you don't follow up to 2 hours later or even 6 or 7 hours later you wait a day or so right you have to you have to let them i and i this nicely
2: i was saying breathe okay well, I'm saying breathe, make, too we, yeah they have to really breathe they have to take a moment and they have to breathe and they may not know what you're asking them. Maybe not what they're ready to ask
1: or what they're ready to answer, or they don't want to give you the answer. I mean, here's another case because examples are oh, great. Oh, well, this is yeah. all right. Um, there's a, there was a holiday, and the mom asked the son to to split the holiday with her. Okay, he had already committed to his father for two nights. Okay, and she asked a little bit late. Uh, okay. And she texted him and said, you know, I understand that you're going with your father, but I would also like you to consider sharing the holiday. And he had already committed to his father. He wouldn't give her an answer till the last second. Okay. And I think it was for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, it was because he already committed to his father. And to tell his father that he was not going to go with him on both nights and go with the mother put him in a very difficult situation. You know where that put him? The middle. Oh, I know. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's afraid of his father, I believe. Yeah. So if he told his father no, he was scared his father would withdraw his love. I believe wholeheartedly he did want to split the holiday. But you know what the mom did? No. Don't get scared. She did a wonderful thing. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. (laughs) She actually texted him back. And she said, look, I understand that you committed to your father. And I am a little bit upset that you won't be with me but let's work this out for the next holiday and look how well that was handled it was handled beautifully he didn't stop texting her and they're still in contact and it kind of sets them
2: free from that burden of you know holidays are tough too I remember being in that position that's a whole nother topic but yeah you know where you feel like you don't know what to do and you don't know how to balance. Yeah. And she allowed him to feel like it was okay. Exactly. Even though it's okay to be in pain that your child is not with you. That is valid. Right. And she said,
1: I am upset. I am disappointed. But allowed him to feel like he was able to respond
2: in an okay way and give him a minute on how to respond.
1: And in the past, this person, you know, easily went down the road of saying, I'm really upset. I don't understand why you're doing this. I'm also your parent. Mm -hmm. But Every time that was done, he would cut off from her. Okay. So there's the difference. Right. And and see what a difference that
2: makes. Amazing. So, anyway, back to the client real quick. Yeah. Um, I had put a, a couple of texts together on how to respond in a better, more efficient way. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of combined the text that she was asking and made it more ease. And we got a response from her.
1: Oh. Lovely. So it was,
2: it was you can't, bombarding. I know how I feel when people send me, like, six text messages in oh a row. God, That's I know. a whole other. You know, but think about your child
1: who's also confused. Wait. Th- and think. This is great before we go to break. Uh, we're almost on break. Already. Right? Think about when you get six, seven, or eight text messages from your ex who is the alienator. Oh. How you feel. You want to rip their throat out. Right. And, the ch- and you want to respond with, I don't know, curse words, whatever you want to say. And the child's going, please, just give me a minute. I need some time. Exactly. And you need time, too, by the way, before you respond back to your ex. So take that time, as we always say on this show. But the best way to realize where your kids are is to look at it from their perspective. They may not be responding back to you right away because Like Ashley said, they don't know what to say to you. They don't even know how to respond to you. It's scary. Yeah, it really, truly is. On that note, we're going to go to our first break. And when we come back, we will continue the conversation with you.
0: Going through a divorce is an extremely difficult process that can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and years of wasted time if you go down the wrong road or pick the wrong resources. The SingleProcess.com is the only video resource guide that can help guide you in going from we to me. Every episode features a guest expert like Dr. Sue with answers and resources on a specific area, including legal, emotional, kids dating, and much, much more. So go to the single process.com for everything you need. When you need solutions to the financial side of a divorce, it's important to turn to an expert. Barbara Rowans at Sound Divorce Solutions can move you towards financial security. She takes the time to listen and helps you create a smarter settlement. Get financial expertise when you need it most. Call Barbara today for your free consultation at 215-355-0989. That's 215-355-0989. Children of divorce face difficult and unique challenges. Life circles can be the answer. Working with teens and young adults to help them powerfully not only cope, but thrive while experiencing parental divorce or separation. This can be one of the toughest times in the life of a young person, but never fear Life Circles is here to help. Marty Matika of Life Circles is a seasoned therapist and coach and has helped hundreds of kids change their lives for the better. Check them out on the web at life-circles.com. That's life-circles.com. We all know that co-parenting can be a difficult task to manage. It's hard to find a way to agree when it comes to parenting your kids. When you feel stuck, you need a seasoned expert to help move you forward. Stephanie Newberg has been working with parents for years to help them create a more amicable and productive co-parenting relationship. She understands your needs and frustrations. Get help when you need it most. Call Stephanie today for a free phone consultation at 610-883-0127. She can work with you in person or by Skype or video conferencing. Stephanie also specializes in seeing teens as well.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Sue Show. This is where we talk about high conflict divorce, and we are talking about it tonight with my associate, Ashley. And you can contact us at www.drsuenu.com com and people are contacting us a lot after the show coming I love up, that it, coming, makes me- it makes it so worthwhile to do these shows and people are emailing us can you talk about this can you talk about that so keep it coming because we are covering your topics all right so ashley let's get back to tonight's topic because this is a great one i'm loving this. when not to push your kids because push- isn't it natural? But not only through text message.
2: How about in person? Okay. Because I had a situation with that this week as well. But you can say what you were going to Yeah, because I wanted course. to finish. Yeah.
1: And I wanted to say, how about when the kid is actually telling you they're being pushed? And back off. What do you do? Well, then you guys as parents need to take a step back and say, well,
2: what is it that I'm saying or that I'm doing that is affecting them?
1: i I have a great example right now. Okay, So one of my clients was texting their kids during school time. Boundaries. Big time boundary. Your kids don't want to hear from you during um, school hours. Also, they really shouldn't be texting during school hours. Well, that's another whole issue. issue. But yes, during school hours, no. So he said to his father, Mm -hmm. "Uh, please stop texting me during school. Now... Because the father didn't stop texting during school, the child stopped responding. Altogether. Altogether. And that is an example of not...
2: Listening, Listening. Right. They're saying to you, they're asking you to meet their needs. They're actually spelling it out for you. He couldn't have been clearer saying, please don't text me during school. He's not saying don't text me ever. He's not saying don't talk to me. He's saying, could you please just respect me and not text me during school
1: hours. Later later on, as I had to work with the client for him to understand, it's not that your child doesn't want to have contact with you but when your child puts up a boundary you must respect it because children in divorce situations their boundaries are walked all over all the time
2: it starts at the beginning when you know they're in the middle of the divorce situations there is no boundary so when they are in the actual divorce situation and transition they are begging that you meet their boundaries
1: right and so after a while I talked to him and he stopped texting his son during the afternoon. Oh, good. And then he started texting him like after school like how or at night. Today yeah. And, okay. And then um, eventually his son said to him, um, "Thank you for not texting me at school anymore. We can start texting again." So you see, it works. It does. Listen, listen, listen. You cannot just listen to what you want. Listening is a two-way street. It is, and it's sometimes hard because it is hurtful or
2: painful to, you know, that they might not want to talk or they might not text you back all the time, and that is hard, but it's, they're working at their own pace. They're working to try to figure out how they can navigate this new situation.
1: They uh, need time, too. Okay, so for you as a kid that went through divorce, yeah, what helped you the most in how your parents... Mm-hmm. Did not push you.
2: What helped me the most? Yeah. So if I... Basically, this is a little different, but every other weekend situations, like if I didn't want to do an activity or if I expressed that I didn't want to do this, not go to somebody's house no, or No, no, I understand that. You know, when I wasn't heard or listened to, it made me want to push back more. Yep. You know, like it, it wasn't about like who visited who every other weekend, but yeah. if I didn't want to go, example, horseback riding, because that's something somebody set up. Yeah. If I didn't want to do that... I was not able to express that I wanted to do
1: that, and that made me not want to go or not want to talk. And if one parent wants to push the horseback riding, and the other parent, because you're on that other parent's time, and that parent says, we're not going to do horseback riding this weekend, we're just going to spend time together... It has to be done that way because that's that's parent's time. And Correct. a lot of times the other parent is pushing. The other parent to do things on their time, that is not helpful. So, yeah, like not pushing and listening really
2: was the key factors of what made me feel more at ease. Not yeah, say push, that one more time. Not pushing right? and really listening to what my thoughts and my feelings were. Because I know we've talked about this in other shows and I've said to you a million times, I said, mm-hmm. if they could just listen the you know, for me personally. Why is it so hard to listen? Because it's hard to accept what the new situation is and how to really deal with it and, like, accept what your child is saying because... Just as the kids, it's their new normal, it's also the
1: parents' new normal. That's right. So it's a hard adjustment And we period. need help with listening. Yeah. I even need help, okay? I, I there, think I need help. I with totally need help. I am a great listener when it comes to my clients and everything like that. But sometimes in my personal life, I'm not so good at it. So okay. somebody very important in my life, you know who you are. You taught me mm-hmm. how to actually listen and absorb what someone is saying to me, Mm -hmm. and understand that sometimes when I'm not listening, it hurts somebody else's feelings. And I don't want to hurt other people's feelings. And I know you as a targeted parent do not want to hurt your kids feelings. And I understand that you want your kids close to you. But pushing sometimes only does one thing people it pushes people away
2: farther away and it kind of, you know, takes you a step back in the process of the healing and the working together and kind of trying to find your new normal.
1: How can people delay the pushing? What do you mean, delay? Delay, meaning what your client this oh. week went. What did you? What advice did you give so when I, she started texting six times in an hour? So, uh,
2: well, well, we always say to our clients, you know, we're here for them throughout the week. I said, if you're having a weak moment or you need some help, reach out to me. Yep. And I also said, we also need to set boundaries where you don't text every day if you're not getting a response.
1: Yeah. You know. This is hard to learn in the beginning. It
2: is. It's a, it's, you know, we're not saying it's going to be a work in progress yeah. for everybody, but we're not saying it's overnight. But she said, well, it's just so hard
1: when i don't get a response i said i know i said but you're not gonna get one this way that's exactly right you're not gonna get one by keep pushing and pushing for a response because you know what ends up happening because i've seen this a million times the kid comes back and curses you out or anger or anger Anger. say stop texting me anymore i told you to stop already leave me alone you know, so... That was my imitation of an angry kid. So we was got... Was it good?
2: It was, yeah. All
1: right, I thought it was pretty good.
2: So we got further in this process throughout the week. She did push back a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of her responses, and he did... Or she, I'm sorry. She did respond and said, you know, I was just busy with school and busy with...
1: And you don't even know. Well, yes, you do know how many times that happens. Yeah, like for I was our clients, a paper or I was because they're honestly, if they're in their teenage years, I don't care if you have high conflict divorce or you have an intact family. Oh yeah, it's all about them, their friends, what they're doing. It is not about the relationship so much with their parents at that point. Now. With that being said, I know that's not comforting. No, it's hard. But it it sometimes will help you calm yourself down and decipher whether they're not really responding to you or they're just busy. They're not thinking about you. That their friends and their time with their friends come before anything. Thing else, I but mean, I of, the age. It does. I grew up with a lot of kids that were divorced, yeah, and some of them are my very good friends, and you know, they rather have been with their friends Mm -hmm. than be with either one of their parents. But that's just a natural progression of development. It doesn't always have to do because it is part of the divorce or part of something that you're doing. However, when you are bombarding them with texting or calling, they will not respond right away. No, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to respond at all. Patience, people. It's hard. It's hard. But patience, patience, patience. It will pay off. I'm telling you. And as you said, after a few days, you you send a follow-up text that says, Hey, I haven't heard from you, Did you in a like, couple of days. Did you get my
2: message? Did you get
1: my message? And a lot of times they will send back and say, Oh, I'm so sorry I was doing this or doing that and I forgot. Well, the response was I was working on a paper and I was but really busy with school. I know, but when we get back from this next break and we wrap up the show already, yeah. we're going to talk about how hurtful it is to not be recognized to your children children. children and how important it is, however, to not push them so much so you can be recognized to them. We'll be back in just a second.
0: Going through a divorce is an extremely difficult process that can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and years of wasted time if you go down the wrong road or pick the wrong resources. The singleprocess.com is the only video resource guide that can help guide you in going from we to me. Every episode features a guest expert like Dr. Sue with answers and resources on a specific area including legal, emotional, kids, dating, and much, much more. So go to the singleprocess.com for everything you need. When you need solutions to the financial side of a divorce, it's important to turn to an expert. Barbara Rowans at Sound Divorce Solutions can move you towards financial security. She takes the time to listen and helps you create a smarter settlement. Get financial expertise when you need it most. Call Barbara today for your free consultation at 215-355-0989. That's 215-355-0989. Children of divorce face difficult and unique challenges. Life circles can be the answer. Working with teens and young adults to help them powerfully not only cope, but thrive while experiencing parental divorce or separation. This can be one of the toughest times in the life of a young person. But never fear, Life Circles is here to help. Marty Matika of Life Circles is a seasoned therapist and coach and has helped hundreds of kids change their lives for the better. Check them out on the web at life-circles.com. That's life-circles.com. We all know that co-parenting can be a difficult task to manage. It's hard to find a way to agree when it comes to parenting your kids. When you feel stuck, you need a seasoned expert to help move you forward. Stephanie Newberg has been working with parents for years to help them create a more amicable and productive co-parenting relationship. She understands your needs and frustrations. Get help when you need it most. Call Stephanie today for a free phone consultation at 610-883-0127. She can work with you in person or by Skype or video conferencing. Stephanie also specializes in seeing teens as well.
1: Hi everybody. It's Dr. Sue. We are back from the break. Ashley, my associate, is joining us in studio tonight. And we're talking about such a great topic, how and when to push your children and how to pull back when you're trying to reunite with them. It's a a big topic for many of you. And I just want to remind everybody of a couple things before we wrap up the show. One, you can always contact us at you. Dot com, And also, I want everybody to know that the podcasts for our show are up on iTunes right now. And uh, the first season, the second season, and now we're in the third season. I know. I
2: love that people are listening on iTunes, too. Yep. A lot of our clients say they go back to the old episodes.
1: Yes, and we love new listeners. And you can find that on iTunes at The Dr. Sue Show. So head on over there. All right. Ashley, um Look, let's let's just be honest. Yes. Let's. When your kid is not responding to you, it can drive you insane. And I have seen that yeah. from my clients. And
2: my heart That's breaks. Right. It, it, I, I'm sympathetic. I, I can't even imagine. I know. You know, how
1: that must feel. But you're not going to get more contact if you push. That's what I want... The listeners to take away tonight. And that's why I felt like it was so important to do
2: this topic. I'm so excited. Me to too. Do. I'm glad. Because, you know, it's come up in a lot of sessions recently and it's come up for you all the, It's like a all, date, the time. You know, all the time. But it's just so much, it's just to get the kids perspective. I'm but, tra- yeah, no, go ahead. I'm just trying to give you that, so that how they're feeling at that time. You're feeling lousy too because you haven't heard from them, yes. but they're feeling... More lousy because they're feeling pressured like they have to respond right away. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what to say half the time. And I think something good that you can maybe include in the message would be like, I hope to hear from you soon. Oh, that's a great thing. You know, like, or just a little ending. Like, right. "So you're not... They don't feel pressured like or, they need a response right away. Right, or
1: you can say I know that you're really busy with work and your friends, but if you can find a little time just to text me back, I would, I would really appreciate. appreciate it. That's how you push appropriately. Yeah, it's it's a nice push. What you do not do is demand.
2: Right, like, "Hello, have you, why haven't you answered yeah. me? I'm your mother or father." And
1: I, you know, you should be answering me. Yeah, that will never help. No. It never does. It hasn't helped in all the years I've done this, and it and it, it doesn't help because they cannot handle any demands from you. They're already angry at you right. because of what the alienator is feeding them. Right, and that's adding more fuel to
2: the fire when you continue to text well it's just a-
1: showing and proving that whatever the alienators is saying about you is exactly what you're yeah, doing right and that's the message that They're is sending your child kind of what they want here exactly and we don't want you to give that to them no and you will be in a much better place to open up the door to communicating with your alienated child if you don't push 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 i agree it's strategy it takes time it takes patience every one to three days
2: i would say that's probably really what the what i've told my clients to do as well just because it's like give them a minute and if they don't respond you do want to follow up you don't want to not
1: acknowledge send the first message wait two to three days to follow up if you don't get a response now i'm also saying for people that don't have contact at all do the same thing yeah and you know what else people talk all the time about being blocked Uh sometimes that's another show that is another another show. show how you can get through those blocks but this just popped in my mind so i'm saying it go for it they may tell you that you're blocked but they open it from time to time to see. They want to know if you're a resp- if you're checking on them. Absolutely. I can
2: guarantee that. Oh, you know that oh, from gosh. yourself. I do know that. Okay, but that's another show for it another is. day. I think that's a great topic. Yeah, they, they may say you're blocked out of anger. In the
1: worst of cases, I have known kids to open the block. Oh, yeah. Because they want to see still what they're being sent. See, the thing is that... They still want you in their life. They're just afraid to have you. Oh, I 100%
2: agree. They want you in That's- their life, but they don't know how to let you back in. Right. So they're taking time, and they're processing, and you need to allow them to process. Because
1: they're wrestling with the facts of, is my alienating parent going to be mad at me if i do let my parent back in so a lot of kids will hide letting their parents back oh in yes too. they
2: will not they will not let them back in or let the other parent know they let them back in
1: i had a kid that was talking to his mother on the phone in his bedroom mm-hmm. the father walks in she says to me the phone went dead yeah up. i said what do you mean the phone went dead i said what are you saying the f- The dad walked in and he hung up. She said, yeah. I said, that's exactly what happened. But he did call her back. Yeah, because. But he didn't say it was because dad walked in. He won't throw his father under the bus. Don't expect him to. No, but that's a good thing he called back. That's exactly right. So let's end on that note. That is some hope. Hope is out there. We see it every day. We're helping hundreds and hundreds of alienated parents reunite with their children. And there are ways to do this. Do not believe there's not. No, there are. We see them every day. Every single day we are doing this. So I want everybody to have a great week. Don't push allow things to develop and happen when we try to control anything in our life that brings us setbacks agree when we let things evolve on their own things get better in time i know it's hard but it's truth thanks everybody we'll be right back here with you next thursday night at 9 p.m eastern